Well, good evening, everybody. Woohoo! Here we go. It's our health condition workshop on varicose veins. And we have a co host today. The Vanna White of the night will be Eileen <laughs> Webster. Hey, everybody. Thanks for joining us. <laughs> and we're going to let her introduce our guest speaker tonight. Yeah, so thanks for joining us tonight, everyone. Our workshop is going to be on addressing varicose veins using BioTouch Healing. And we've got a great guest speaker tonight, our wonderful Michelle Cardenas. She's on the board of directors at the IFBM and BioTouch. And she's also the owner, owner of Brightway Wellness. And her website is brightwaywellness.com. And that's where you can find her for some more information after tonight's workshop. So take it away, Michelle. Hello, thanks for having me on tonight. So yes, um, I'm owner of Brightway Wellness. Um, we are a holistic healing center. Um, I My specialties are BioTouch, Reiki, and Access Bars. So I'm gonna give you a little synopsis of my journey with varicose veins. I am not a doctor just to put that out there, disclaimer. I'm not a doctor, I'm not a specialist, but I have done my own research because this has been an ongoing thing for me for many, many years. So my journey started about 1995 with the birth of my second child. I had um, a C-section with her and I developed a blood clot behind my left knee. And while in the hospital, they just gave me aspirin over a matter of a couple of days and weeks, it dissolved and went away on its own, no problem. Well, fast forward to about the year 2000, I had a lump in my lower left leg down near my ankle and it was painful and it was red. And um, I went to the doctor and he said, oh, well, you have a, another blood clot. And he said, we'll see what happens with it. Just take some aspirin. While I was taking aspirin, nothing was helping to dissolve it this time. And it traveled up my leg. And he said, okay, well, now we're going to give you this other medication. And it was an injection. And I had to use Levinox for a period of time. And it still wasn't doing exactly what it needed to do as quickly as they wanted. And it traveled up into my upper thigh. And that's when they got really scared because then it goes up into the lungs and can cause pulmonary embolism. So they put me on heparin and I was on heparin for a few days in the hospital, sent me home. But I, being my own advocate, I wanted to know, well, why was I getting a blood clot at this time? Because I had not injured myself. Um, I hadn't had any surgeries and it just kind of showed up. Well, they did some research, they did some blood tests, and they found that I carry a blood mutation, a gene mutation called Leiden factor five. And then they put me on blood thinners. So the blood thinners um, help dissolve the, the blood clots. And I've been healthy as far as that goes since then. However, that medication that they sent me home on after being on the heparin was Coumadin which is warfarin, not great for the body, but at the time that's what they had. They didn't have the, the medications they have today. Well, that medication contributed to my varicose veins 
having the blood clot contributed to the development of my varicose veins. Plus it runs in my family and there were other factors such as um, hormones and um, age. So back about four years ago, uh, I was having a lot of pain, heaviness, that um, restless leg syndrome, especially at night when I was uh, trying to fall asleep, my legs were just driving me crazy. And I went to um, my doctor, they referred me to a specialist and the specialist did some tests and said, yes, you have varicose veins, which I knew that because they were very visible. And I've got a nice PowerPoint presentation for you all to kind of go over stuff like that. But um, he said, well, there's things we can do. So they did one procedure and it helped with the leg, um, the restless leg syndrome and having issues with trying to sleep at night with my legs kind of feeling weird. And uh, that helped quite a bit on the first one. And then about a year later, um, the recovery was really great because I was using BioTouch and other things that I use to help my body um, reacclimate to the new venous system that was being developed. And I did really great. The doctor was like, wow, you're healing up super fast. I'm like, yeah, I do BioTouch. Um, and, but there was still, um, the, the veins were still enlarged. They were unsightly. And I wanted um, a little bit more uh, every now and then I would still get some pain. It wasn't constant pain, like the restless leg syndrome could be sometimes. So they did another procedure that wasn't as invasive and did more BioTouch, healed up pretty quickly. And I'm doing really well now. Um, the one downfall with varicose veins is it's not something that can be permanently fixed. There's no cure for it. Once it happens, the veins are damaged. There's things you can do to control it and to slow the progress and to help the healing after the procedures, which like I said, BioTouch was an integral part of my healing process. And I think now moving forward after having the procedures done, continuing to do BioTouch will help me prevent those varicose veins from returning. Because even though you have these procedures done, because of the different factors that come into play, it's not a permanent fix. But with BioTouch and other healthy things, healthy changes, lifestyle changes, um, you can stave off um, the return of them and make them not as severe. <clears throat> so that's my story in a nutshell. And if we could go to the PowerPoint, I would love to present my my research that I did. Great. Okay, so sl slide one. I'm not seeing it, so. Okay. So, um, what is varicose veins? Well, varicose veins is um, an enlarged, twisted veins that can occur anywhere on the body. They're, they can be very painful, they can be very itchy, they are unsightly. That's one of the things that really sort of bothered me with my 
um, varicose veins because um, I couldn't uh, I, I couldn't subscribe to being a young person having these varicose veins. It just wasn't in my it wasn't in my line of sight. I didn't want that. Um, also, the heaviness that comes with it, it almost feels like you're sort of walking with bags of water strapped around your lower legs. It's really quite uncomfortable and not a fun thing to have. Also, um, discoloration can happen with that. And what happens is when the blood is moving up the veins, so the veins carry blood to the heart. And as the blood is moving up to the heart, um, sometimes the, the valves that flap open as the blood goes up towards the heart, they're supposed to come back down together. And it doesn't always happen that way. Sometimes uh, the, the veins get weak and then the blood starts to pool and that's when they are no longer working properly and things need to be done. So uh, the valves become weakened and damaged, the blood collects, and it's just, it's permanent. Once that damage is done, there's nothing you can do for it. Um, about one third of all uh, people in the world, all people will have some form of varicose veins. And it's, um, again, not curable. I apologize. I cannot see the PowerPoint, so I don't know where we're at. Stages. Okay, so there are five stages of varicose veins. Um, stage one is the uh, spider veins. Those are the very tiny spider veins that show up on the surface of the skin. Um, they're just another thing to mention is varicose veins are not dangerous. They're not harmful to your health. They're just really uncomfortable. So in the first stage is the spider veins, and that's an indication that something's going on with the circulatory system. Stage two is when the bulging starts to begin. That's when the valves are not working as properly, and that's the stage that I was in. When you are going to get treatment, it's best to start at the early stages before it progresses into um, the deeper stages where it's much, much more difficult to correct. So stage three is edema, and that is the swelling of the legs. And um, again, the heaviness, the uncomfortableness, it's just not a good time. Stage four is... Uh, what is stage four, Paul? Sorry, I don't have. Yes, the skin changes, it's discolored. Sometimes there's tightness um, because of the swelling and that's more advanced. And then the fifth stage is when there's ulceration. And that's really dangerous because infection can come into play and you don't want to get to that stage. So it's important to really um, get it at the early stages if you can, I don't know that there's much you can do in the spider vein stage as far as preventing the varicose from happening other than some lifestyle changes. And we'll talk about that in just a moment. But, um, but 
once you get to the enlargement, that's when you really want to take care of it before it progresses into the, the deeper stages where it gets to the ulceration. Okay, right. next slide. Can right. you remind Fact me? Factors. Factors. Okay, again, I don't have my notes in front of me. So there's a lot of factors. And so it won't be in order since I can't visually see the PowerPoint. So forgive me for that. But some of the factors that come into um, varicose veins is, well, for me, number one was um, family history. Um, my grandfather had it. My grandmother had it. She had it so severe that she had to have some major surgery done. And we'll get into that um, when we get into treatment. Um, so family history was a big thing. Um, weight can be a factor. So if you are showing signs of uh, varicose veins, if you need to lose weight, now not everybody does. I had a friend who was very thin and her varicose veins were 10 times worse than mine. So it's not always a factor, but weight can be a factor. Um, also uh, tobacco use um, at non-exercise, if you are a sedentary person and just kind of sit around, you are more likely to develop varicose veins because the, the blood will pool down if you're not pumping it and moving it up. So that was one of the things that I did to improve my health is I, I started to walk much more. Um, I did lose some weight. I lost about 50 pounds um, and that has improved my, my, um, my health as well. Um, some other factors. Vitamin deficiency. Yes, that's a big, that was a big one for me. So the vitamin K, vitamin K is a vitamin that we, take in that is for important for normal blood clotting and vein health. And what happens with vitamin K with me with vitamin K is when I was taking the Coumadin, when you're taking Coumadin and Warfarin, you cannot eat the vegetables that you need to eat to get the vitamin K, which are your leafy greens, especially the deep leafy greens, kale, collard, spinach, all the lettuces, which were my favorites. Um, also a lot of the cruciferous vegetables, broccoli, cauliflower, Brussels sprouts. You can't eat that stuff back in the day when you were on Coumadin or Warfarin. And when you can't eat that, you're not getting your vitamin K. Therefore the veins and um, vessels are not as strong as they could be. Uh, what else? Anything age, else I missed? Age and gender, but you sort of yeah. Age and that. gender. Um, one. It's one out of. Um, excuse me. Four out of. One out of four, of p of those one third in the population that get varicose veins. One in four are men. So the majority are women who. Have this mm -hmm. condition. And like I said, it can be it can be anywhere, but it's generally in the lower legs and thighs is where you'll see the varicose veins. But it can really happen anywhere in the body. All right. Talking and then age, of course, age is a factor. Talking about uh, prevention now. So prevention. Uh, exercise. Lose weight if you need to lose weight. Um, Avoid crossing the legs. 
avoid crossing the legs. That was a hard one for me because I like to cross my legs when I sit down. Um, clothing, and that's really interesting because they want you to wear compression stockings, but they want you to wear loose clothing. And I think the reason for that is when you wear tight clothing, like say jeans, tight denim, it's tight around your waist, it's tight around your groin area, you know, the buttocks, the hips, it can be tight around the knees, and that blocks the circulation from flowing properly. So, you know, tight fitting clothing needs to be avoided when you can. And avoid sitting and standing for long periods. Yes, and that was another one that was difficult for me because in the line of work that I do when I'm working with clients, recipients, patients, I'm on my feet working with them. I'm, there are times when I'm sitting, but the majority of my time I'm standing on my feet. And prior to doing what I was doing now, I was working where I was on my feet. So constantly the legs were, you know, the blood was being pulled down into the legs. So one of the things you can do is elevate the legs. So when you're not on your feet, sit down, put your legs up, make sure that they're higher than the heart. So if you're laying down, have your feet a little bit higher than where your heart is located. And the big one in purple, have BioTouch. Have BioTouch. <laughs> that, like I said, that was a big one for me. Um, it did help with my restless leg syndrome. It did help with my recovery, it made my recovery much more um, speedy than most. And um, this summer, my granddaughter, who's seven, I'm gonna be teaching her how to do BioTouch for my varicose veins, because she'll be spending lots of time here and she loves BioTouch. So I'm gonna teach her how to do points for the veins so that I can get more treatment to, to keep the, the varicose at bay. Yes. All right, we're moving to diagnosis, primary care and specialists. Yes. So you're when you feel like you have this heaviness or you see the unsightly veins, of course, you're going to go to your primary care. And basically, most primary care will just take a visual. They'll take a look at you and see if there is anything that's going on. And then most of them will assign you to um, a specialist, a vein care specialist which was the case with me. And when I went to the specialist, he of course did a visual again, but then they did an ultrasound Doppler in which they used a machine to check uh, the vein, the blood flow in the veins. And they say that it's painless. However, I will say there was a little bit of pain, but just because I'm a baby. <laughs> All right. So then we go to treatment. Okay, so treatments. Um, so they give you options before you go um, in for anything big because they want you to try out something. So the first one I believe there, Paul, is- Elevation. Elevation. So staying off your feet if you can, putting your legs up whenever you can. The second option is wearing support hose or compression stockings, which I did do for a little while. And it's actually required before you have any um, treatment anyway. And I wore them, but they're hot. I was young. I was, you know, I'm like, I'm in my 40s. Why am I going to wear compression stockings for the rest of my life? I don't want this. So um, I opted to go 
further and have some procedures done. So the treatment that I had done first was the ablation. So the ablation is where they go up into, at least for me, they go above the site of where the vein is closer to the heart. They go above that in with a catheter like tool and it's um, heat treatment in which a laser is um, inserted into the vein and it's heated to a point where your body fuses the vein together and it cuts off the blood circulation. And you would think that that would be a bad thing, but our bodies are miraculous and they will reroute the blood flow. Mm. So um, after that, I did that. I did, like I said in my story, I did feel relief from the uh, restless leg syndrome. I didn't have the heaviness, but I was still having pain behind the knee where the veins were really gnarled up and kind of tight. And so I did go back for the sclerotherapy, the injectable, which is a foam. And the foam is injected into the vein, not above the vein site, you know, where the damage is, but actually into the damaged area. And again, the foam goes in there and sort of fuses again, the vein closed and the body just naturally gets rid of whatever it needs to get rid of and reroutes your, your vessels. And um, that I did without anesthesia and both of those were with, uh, with uh, in outpatient care. You don't have to go into the hospital for these. Um, they offered me the, the local, but I said, nah, it's, it was quick. It was only a 15 minute procedure. Hmm. I felt I didn't need the medication and they did it and we were good. The, the more advanced when you get into the deeper um, veins and you have like an entire leg, that's when they get into the stripping and that's where they go up into the groin, they make an incision and they pull the vein out. It's really not a fun thing, but that's a last resort because now they, we do have the laser and the, the injectables and I'm sure there's others these are just the ones that I researched and I chose to do. And then we move to side effects of scler sclerotherapy and ablation and then, okay. and of stripping. Okay. So um, again, can't see the screen. Yeah. The, uh, the ablation and sclera, the redness, okay, the brown so there's, area, the lumps, bruising. Yes. There, there's redness in there almost always is redness in the injection site, just because our bodies are responding to that, having something foreign in our body. Um, there can be some bruising, some um, discoloration and some hard lumps, which I did have all of those. But again, with BioTouch, hmm. the, the veins are now flat. The, all the bruising is completely gone. Um, I'm still working on some of the, the lumps and bumps that are still present, but um, with more BioTouch this summer from my granddaughter, we'll get rid of that too. And on stripping, you have scarring, burns, infection, nerve damage. Yeah, that's much more invasive. And so with um, the stripping, you're, you're, you are out for that. There's no way you can be awake for that. But they, like I said, they, they literally pull them out of your body. So that's really invasive um, and it can cause a lot of pain, much longer recovery time with that. 
and not fun. So do your bio touch, get it done before. And then outcome, improved appearance, heaviness relieved, restless leg, less smooth. Yes. May come back. You talk it may come back. It is a temporary fix, but like I said, with bio touch and other um, lifestyle changes, you can have a very good outcome and I'm now wearing shorts, which I wasn't wearing shorts before. So outcome can be very, very good. All right, all right. Wow. We're all on now. Okay. <laughs> Holy smokes. Well, I've just been sitting here blown away thinking about the pain. I mean, oh my gosh, it sounds painful enough just between the restless leg, the itching, the burning and everything that's going on in there. And then having to wear compression socks on top of that. In the heat of Arizona. <laughs> on top of the pain. Oh, that just sounds yeah. so miserable. Well, actually oh. the, the compression stockings actually felt good because it's sort of, because like I said, when you're walking around and it feels kind of sloshy and heavy, like you've got bags of water, well, when you have the compression stockings, it actually relieves the pain because it holds everything in and it forces the, the blood up towards the heart. So it actually feels good on the legs. Just in Arizona heat, 105 degrees, it's not a fun time. <laughs> not for, you know, to wear them forever, for to wear them for a short period, okay. And you do have to wear them after you have these procedures done. Um, just for the recovery portion, but I was willing to do that to have to have much right. better legs these days. <laughs> so wow. if, if they pull out a, a vein, or I mean, are there a bunch of veins in there that take over, or do they reroute, or what? There, happens? there are. We have um, saphenous veins that are the veins, the major veins, but we have minor saphenous veins also. So when you pull out, it's usually the the major saphenous vein that has the issue, and when you pull that out, yes, the body, like I said, it's a miracle. The body will reroute the blood to the other veins to carry it up to the heart. Wow, wow. we just loaded with information. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that was amazing, Michelle. Great Thank presentation. You. Thank you. Yeah, so uh, for all of you out there, uh, if you have questions, contact uh, Michelle for her personal help if you need it, brightwaywellness.com. And uh, you'll all get her PowerPoint and I'll pass this, uh, we'll send this out to whoever we need to. So we're going to teach some points and we want to thank you, Michelle. Thank you very thank much. Thank you so much. Just touch. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So let's see. Let's go here to the two. You can, you can click off and we'll just have Eileen and I. Thanks. All righty. So... I hope everyone out there has had a chance to download our free workbook that we made for varicose veins. If you haven't, it'll be available for the rest of the, well, for a month until our next workshop, which is the um, end of next month. So right. we'll have it available on the website and that's going to be justtouch.com slash workbook. Okay, so you can download that, but we're going to go ahead and show it for you here so that you okay. can follow along as we learn how to do BioTouch for varicose veins.
So on our first page here, what we've got is this, um, our scribe, Paula Taylor, another board member with the IFBM, she's fantastic. She has written this bit up here for us about varicose veins. So it recaps a lot of the information that Michelle just gave us, plus some other good information here. So this is a nice reference for you to have to be able to go back and also to share with others. At the bottom of this page, it talks about our mission and our vision. And we want to get BioTouch into every household, okay? That's our mission. And so please feel, feel free to share this with your friends and family and practice these points with your friends and family too afterwards, because we want everyone to be able to do some BioTouch for this. So our next page of this workbook is talking about what BioTouch is, okay? So what BioTouch is, it's just a simple hands-on healing touch technique that can be used to address all types of health concerns, okay? Associates use the first two fingers of both hands to lightly touch specific points over on the body. And over time, the combination of these points and the light touch enhances the body's natural healing ability. So it's just like this, it's butterfly light, okay? You don't wanna push, you don't wanna be moving the skin around. We're not trying to massage, we're not trying to manipulate the body or anything. We're just lightly butterfly light touching on the skin, okay? So you can do no harm like this. You're not gonna cause any pain. You're not gonna create any drug interactions or crazy side effects. It's just light, loving touch. It's as simple as a mom's boo-boo kiss, right? When you were hurt, when you were little, and mom just reached down and touched that and made you feel better, it's that simple, okay? So BioTouch is easy to learn. Even children can learn it and practice it effectively. I even taught my uh, twin four-year-old nephews how to do BioTouch in less than 10 minutes. It's that simple, okay? In fact, you don't even have to speak the same language to do BioTouch with somebody. All you have to do is be able to point to where it hurts, and then that person just uses their two fingers. It's that simple. And BioTouch is a complement to any healthcare program, okay? So it's not designed to replace going to your doctor for treatments for varicose veins. It's not designed to replace those blood thinners if that's what you need, right? BioTouch just enhances. It's a complement to everything you're doing. So like Michelle was saying with her surgeries, it helped her prepare for those surgeries. It helped with the pain and everything. And then it also helped her recover and heal quicker, okay? So this was an enhancement a complement to the procedures that she was having done. And same with the medications. So BioTouch is a complement to whatever you're doing to address your varicose veins. BioTouch has no levels of ability. Everyone is effective the very first time they do this. It doesn't matter if you're Paul that, you know, who's running the show here, who's been doing this for decades. It doesn't matter if you're me, who's been doing it for just a few years, or those little four-year-old nephews who had only known it for 10 minutes, you are equally effective, okay? So you can help someone and you can get help yourself with this. 
And the other neat thing is BioTouch requires no special preparation, belief, or state of mind to be effective. You don't have to burn incense to get the room right. You don't have to um, set uh, an intention, a healing intention. You don't have to focus on bringing energies in or aligning yourself with any special source or anything like that. BioTouch can be done anywhere, at any time, in any mood, right? And so BioTouch is for everyone. So now we're going to learn how to do some BioTouch. So the very basic rules here we've got for you. Number one, wash your hands before each session. We're touching somebody on the skin, so we want to make sure those hands are clean. And BioTouch is a healing relationship. So it's one person touching the other on the skin. You always begin every session with the greeting. And that's the first set we're going to show you next, okay? And like I said before, you're always going to be touching on the skin as opposed to touching on the clothes. And again, it's that butterfly light touch. And here, this is very important. Those points, we're going to touch each one of those for six to eight seconds, okay? It seems to take that minimum six seconds to get things going. But after eight seconds, you're just kind of wasting your time. So six to eight seconds for each one of those points, okay? And then BioTouch can be practiced by more than one person simultaneously. So if you've got aches and pains all over your body and you need two people to help you out, that's just fine as long as everyone performs that greeting first, okay? So the next page in our manual that we have set up for you here is a listing of our terms that we use. Now these terms, we've given you this page because further on, we're gonna be having you do some other stuff that you might use some of these terms in. But these terms are just a language to help you um, understand what we're talking about, okay? But the one of the key terms I wanna cover here is just the first one, the associate. The associate is the person who performs the procedures, okay? And what's neat is we don't call ourselves healers because we are equal to you, right? I'm not healing you. It's your body that's doing the healing. So we are associates. We are equal and we have something in common. We want you to get better, right? So now we're going to move into that first set, the greeting. The greeting is the most important set in the BioTouch manual. And that's because the excuse me, the greeting is what turns this system on. I like to think of it kind of like the key to a car, right? You could get in the car and try to drive it all you want, but until you put that key in and turn the ignition, ha, that shows you how old I am, right? <laughs> but in, until you turn that on, the car is not going to respond and doing, do anything. So we need to do this greeting first to turn this healing system on, okay? Right. And it establishes a connection, a harmony between the associate and the recipient. So now we're going to watch a little video here. And I want so to tell you about me, this. Let me Go explain ahead. something first for everybody who's new to this. You have a picture and at the bottom of the picture are you see points and you see a little purple, that's gonna be a link to the video. So if you get our whole manual, it'll link to that video uh, that will show what we're gonna show in a minute. 
and on the second page of each of these sets, it then describes it verbally where the points are. And again, there's another link. So that's the basic design of this manual that we're going to go over. Exactly. So there's a diagram with the numbers that you can just quickly look at to follow along. Number one, go here. Number two, go there. And a quick synopsis at the bottom of that page. And then, yes, like Paul was saying, on the second page, there's an actual photograph so you can see where it really is on a, on a real human, but a word-for-word -word description so that you can easily find those points. All right, here we go. The greeting is always performed at the beginning of each session. It's the only set that uses one hand and the only set that indicates which hand to use. The greeting is performed with the dominant hand. If you are right-handed, use your right hand. If you are left-handed, use your left hand. The greeting is made by touching at point one, which is in the fleshy area just below the bottom of the breastbone or sternum. Hold this point for six to eight seconds. Then with the same two fingers, touch point two on the back. To find point two, look for the big bone at the base of the neck. From here, move one to one and a half inches to the left. This is point two. Hold this point for six to eight seconds. More than one associate may work with a recipient provided that all of the associates perform the greeting. If the associate or the recipient leaves the session, or if someone who hasn't done the greeting touches either the recipient or the associate, the greeting must be re-established. Then the session may proceed from where it was interrupted. Great. So our second set, after the um, greeting that we want to present tonight is the heart, veins, blood pressure, and circulation set. And just by the name, you can tell that one is for Anything, we use that set to address anything to do with the heart, veins, blood pressure, and circulation throughout the body. So this set is perfect for addressing varicose veins. And also, of course, anything to do with the heart and other circulatory issues. And now we've got also another great video that you can watch on this one. This set of points may be used for conditions relating to the heart, veins, blood pressure, and circulation. To perform this set, first find hold point X, which is on the breastbone, directly between where the nipples would be on a youth. Another way to find X is by measuring one-third of the way up the breastbone from greeting point one. To address the well-being of the heart, hold X, and with the other hand touch points one and two. These points may be found by imagining a line running from the notch at the top of the breastbone to a place on the left breast where the nipple would be on a youth. Divide this diagonal line into thirds. Point one is at the top of the first third. Point two is at the top of the second third. 
Veins, blood pressure, and circulation may be addressed by touching point 3 in addition to points 1 and 2. Point 3 is at the soft indentation just above the collarbone, above and to the left of the notch at the top of the breastbone. It is the same as point 1 in step 1 of the metabolism set. Remember to hold each point for at least 6 to 8 seconds. So I just, I did want to say, which it doesn't say here, if we're dealing with the veins, the varicose veins, uh, though you've done point one and point two, and then you add point three, you can repeatedly do point three. So you can hold it for six to eight seconds, release your hand, hold it six to eight seconds, and you can do that two, three, four times if you want before, as we'll teach later how you're going to work with the veins specifically. Exactly. Good point. And I didn't say earlier, but my background is in pharmacy. And so that's how I like to think of it is in the terms of like doses. And so I think of that as giving it an extra dose when it's really bad like that. That's just in my mind, but that's how I think of things. So our next set is the metabolism set. And you just heard us mention that briefly in that last one. So the metabolism set can be used to help the body assimilate anything it needs, but eliminate what it doesn't need. So we use this for everything from abnormal growth in the body and tumors and things like that, weight loss, fluid retention, moving that fluid around, inflammation, broken bones, arthritis, all kinds of things, all right? So, and, but also, very important in this one is the hormones, these hormones that could be uh, um, contributing to the varicose veins. So again, we're gonna watch our neat little video here of how to do the metabolism set. The metabolism set can be used to help the body assimilate what it needs and eliminate what it doesn't need. The metabolism set has two steps. Step one involves touching points in matching fire along the large muscles on the front of the neck. Points 1 and 1 are located above the collarbone in the soft indentations on both sides of the notch at the top of the breastbone. Points 2 and 2 are halfway up the neck on the front of the large muscles. Points 3 and 3 are at the top of the neck on the front of the large muscles. The second step involves holding a point on the front of the body and touching points next to the spine on the back. Hold point X on the front of the body is on a line directly between where the nipples would be on a youth and is one to two inches to the left of the breastbone. Another way to find it X is one third of the way up the breastbone from greeting point one and one to two inches to the left of the breastbone. The points on the back are located next to the spine, forming a rectangle around the breakover point. The breakover point is where the bottom of the rib cage joins the spine and can be found by imagining a line directly through the body from greeting point one. To perform step two, find hold point X on the front of the body and touch points one through four on the back. Point one is approximately one to two inches up from the breakover point on the left spine muscle. 
Point two is directly across from point one on the right spine muscle. Point three is two to three inches below the breakover point on the right spine muscle. Point four is used to address blood sugar problems and is added to the other metabolism points when needed. It is located across from point three on the left spine muscle. Great. Thank you, Paul. Something I'd like to uh, mention to everyone out there is that, again, how simple this is. It's just like these videos. It's just that simple. It's not like acupuncture. We don't have to go in and find this very, very specific spot. And that if you're just a little bit off, it's going to be wrong. No, you've got about an inch leeway all around that point. So as long as you're following the terms that we've laid out here as to how to find it, you are in the right place and you're doing it correctly, okay? It's really just this simple. So the next set that we'd like to present tonight in addressing uh, varicose veins is our stress, anxiety, and shingles set. Now, that sounds a little odd, but trust us, we know what we're doing here because we use this also for helping to address pain levels and to, um, uh, for flare-ups and things. So using the stress, anxiety, and shingles set, you're going to notice this looks a little bit familiar, right, to that circulation set we just did. So this is, makes it even easier for you. We've recycled some of the points. Hey, we're, we're environmentally friendly. No, I'm just kidding. So we've recycled some of these points. So it's even easier for you to learn, okay? And so this is the stress, anxiety, and shingles set. The stress set may be used to address any manifestation of physical, emotional, or mental stress as well as anxiety and shingles. Hold it X, which is in the fleshy area just below the bottom of the breastbone. It is the same as greeting point one. Then with the other hand, touch points one and two, which are the same points as in the heart set. These points are found by imagining a line running from the notch at the top of the breastbone to a place on the left breast where the nipple would be on a youth. Divide this imaginary line into thirds. Point one is at the top of the first third. Point two is at the top of the second third. These points may be touched repeatedly and remember to touch each point for at least six to eight seconds. Great. Thank you, Paul. And so these sets so far have been the ones that we use to um, help support the body's systems and everything involved in varicose veins. This last set called uh, um, addressing the extremities, what we're doing here is we're showing you how to work directly on those varicose veins, right where it hurts. Go right to the source of the pain and right to where it's swollen and everything that you can see of that varicose vein. So, but like Michelle said, 
They can be anywhere on the body. They could be in the upper half of the body. They could be in the trunk. They could be in the legs. And so we're going to show you a couple of different ways to address um, these, these areas, bit if it's going to be in the arms or the legs here. Enhancements in local work may be performed anywhere extra attention is needed due to disease, pain, infection, rashes, broken bones, cuts, or unusual growths. For example, local work could be performed in an area where there is an unusual growth such as a mole, cyst, or tumor. This area may be touched using any combination of matching fire, through fire, sweeps, and hold points. It can also be addressed by holding on the affected area with one hand and sweeping from the corresponding area of the spine with the other hand. Local work can also be used to address any type of scars. Also, John dental problems may be addressed by applying local work to the face. There is no limit to the different ways an associate may address a local problem. Difficulty in the upper or lower extremities, the arms or the legs, may be addressed by applying local work to the affected area. For example, if a recipient has difficulties in the wrist, the associate may touch the wrist using any combination of matching fire, through fire, sweeps, or hold points. Once again, it is beneficial to address the source of the nerves along the spine that relate to the affected area. In this case, hold two fingers of one hand on the big bone area of the neck, and with the other hand touch the wrist, then proceed with any local work or enhancements. This same idea can be applied to the difficulties in the lower extremities. For example, to address a knee problem, touch the knee in any combination of matching fire, through fire, hold points,
or sweeps. To address the source of the nerves along the spine that relate to the lower extremities, touch point T in the triangle on the low back. At the same time, use the first two fingers of the other hand to touch the affected area, in this case the knee. Then proceed with any local work or enhancements. Allow yourself to experiment with the different touches you've learned and you will always touch the right point. Remember, you can't hurt anybody, so when in doubt, just touch. Boom. When in doubt. <laughs> <laughs> so just to reiterate on that one, it, that was a lot of stuff. Just go take those two fingers and just start working around where the veins are. You know, if you can touch, if it's the leg veins, just touch on the back there and, and sweep down that or come together and just let your fingers do the playing. <laughs> it's like, you know. Or my favorite one that you always say is two fingers on the spine and two on the problem. Yeah. So in that last picture there, when they said the T, we hadn't told you about that yet. What we're talking about is the sacrum. Your sacrum forms like a little triangle. So we're just calling the center of that the T. So you just put your two fingers right there in the middle of that sacrum and then take the other two and just trace the path of that vein, that sore vein the whole way. Yeah. And it doesn't matter if you're going down or if you're going up, it doesn't matter. That's the easiest way to do it. And I think we just want to remind you all, you can't hurt anybody. So just, just go for it. And uh, it, it take you maybe as Michelle was talking, maybe a few minutes, five minutes to do, you know, this is not a long drawn out process. So it's interesting in her talk, she talked about there's no cure. And I thought, you know, if you can get BioTouch right there at that first stage where there's just a little swelling, you know, before it even turns into a varicose vein situation, right. you, you probably would stop it from pr progressing. Right, know? right, right. Preventing them in the first place. Yeah, exactly. So any little sign, you know, get right on it. And, you know, if one in three people get this, one in three people, that means we need to get BioTouch into every family because that means some family member, if it's not in your family, knows somebody on the block or a friend or the card group or your drinking partners, somebody's got varicose veins or starting. So another reason why uh, we're excited about sharing BioTouch through these different mediums, uh, especially these workshops that we do. So I think it's uh, great. If you have any questions about doing BioTouch, just give us a call. There's the number up there, 520-323-7951 or office at justtouch.com or justtouch.com or just yell, Eileen. <laughs> That's what everybody does. No, and she'll get the vibes and call you right away. So. So we do these the fourth Thursday of every month. We look forward to seeing you next month where we're going to talk about tennis elbow or pickleball elbow, I guess. That's the big thing now, isn't it? Pickleball? Eileen yes, is, especially I, in Arizona. Yeah, Eileen's the one who sets these up. Eileen, thanks for stepping in and helping out this evening. You did a great job as usual. Thanks, guys. Yeah, so we'll see you all uh, next month. And uh, come join us on Mondays with Bev and Paul, too. 
Bye, everybody.